This is the I'm Speaking Podcast with Mercy and Priya. Grab your favorite drink and join your two girls, Mercy and Priya, to learn about what's streaming and if it's worth the binge or not. Stay tuned and find out how many martinis we give it. So this is season eight. Welcome, guys. This is Mercy and Priya, and we are flipping it upside down, flipping the podcast upside down and doing a completely different format from what we were doing before. And guess what? We are sticking to this because this is what you want. Yes, we are. So today we are reviewing and talking about Stranger Things season four. (laughs) So if you have been under a rock and don't know what season, what Stranger Things is, this is your chance to learn about it spoiler alerts are are ahead so you ha- if you haven't seen any of the seasons stop the podcast but if you don't care you can continue listening if you if you've already seen season four of course we want you to join us because we're going to be rating it martinis at the end of this episode yeah and we're going to tell you whether it's worth the watch or not so if you're kind of on the fence about it and you really haven't watched it or you only watch the first and second season and you're wondering if it's worth the binge, this is your podcast. We're going to tell you. Yes, yes. So Stranger Things was created by the Duffer brothers, Matt and Ross Duffer. And they are the geniuses behind the storyline, which follows a group of kids in the 1980s in Hawkins, Indiana. And these group of kids in the small town witness supernatural forces and government exploits. So since season one, you've been seeing them go through all these different different adventures. I don't know if you call them adventures or like horror movie bits. I don't, I don't know what you call it, but they've been through so much traumatic crap. And uh, while all this is going on, they're bonding, they're creating friendships. Lots of amazing things are happening. So Mercy, why don't you tell us who's on the cast? Yeah, so here are all of the characters. I'm going to give you the characters because I'm not really sure if I told you the name of the actors, you'd recognize them. Although so many of them are up and coming right now, specifically because of this awesome show. So we have Mike, which is Mike Wheeler. We have Eleven. I don't want to kind of spoil anything, but we're surely going to have number one. That's like a big one. Um, We have the Will. We have Dustin, Lucas, Max, Jim, Steve. Nancy. (laughs) I love Nancy. Yes, we have Nancy. Wait, we have so many. Okay, Nancy. We have Jonathan. Love Jonathan. He's so quiet. We have Joyce, which is my Winona writer. We have Billy. Love Billy. Gone, but not forgotten. We have Robin, Karen, Bob, Dr. Brennan. We also have Erica, like who doesn't love Erica? She's such a little badass. We have Murray, Vicky, Mayor Larry Klein, Dr. Axel. (laughs) No judgment here, right? Um, We have Susie. We have Barbara. We have Argyle. We have Tina, Dr. Owens. I love Paul Reiser, but Dr. Owens, man, you're a backstabber. Okay. We have Heather. We have Eddie. Totally love Eddie. And can I just say, I swear Eddie is completely representing Eddie Van Halen from the 80s. And I'll tell you more about that later, but totally love Eddie. Um, We have Chrissy, such a cute cheerleader, gone also. We have Victor. We have 
Keith, we have the monster. We have Patrick, Holly, Peter. Let's see who else. Officer Callahan, jerk. We have Tom. <laughs> we have Bruce. We have Ed. We have Jason. We have Carrie. We have Miss Kelly. Miss Kelly, I, something's up with her. We have Becky. We have Mr. Clark. We have Susan, Yuri, and we also have Lieutenant Cullen. Bleh. Lieutenant Sullivan, jerk head too. <laughs> Yo, I love all this side comments here. And I feel like you dropped like a whole bunch of, bunch of like spoilers already. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, list. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I totally did. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Because if you're listening, we already warned you about spoilers. So yeah, we did. So you're here. It's, you're in for it. <laughs> so I'm um, super, by the way, who doesn't love Robin? Is she like just raw? I love Robin. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. So totally love Robin. I think Karen is so pretty. That's the mom. They dress her up like totally 80s. By the way, not all ladies mom look that way. She's just super cute. Yeah. I kept the saying to wait. I'm like, she has a headband around her head. Yeah. She that was like, so super 80s. It really was like everybody was like, had a headband. But It was like Jane Fonda slash Whitney Houston going on right yeah, there. Yeah. So I think she's like a cool mom. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she's so cute. The outfit kills her. And I know I already said Billy, but man, does anybody else miss Billy? Because yes. I so miss Billy. He was so hot. He yeah. was hot. Yeah. He his was name hot. is Dacre. Dacre. What? D- okay. His name, his actual name is D like David, A-C-R-E. How would you pronounce that? Dacre. Okay. There Montgomery. You know. Is he French? Dacre. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Oui, oui. I just know that's his name. <laughs> Is that everybody? Is- that was everybody. That was a big cast I gave you. Wow. There's so many people. And I know there are a lot of people in the past seasons that are not no longer with us. Like Barb. We saw a glimpse of Barb. A very disgusting <laughs> glimpse of Barb. <laughs> yeah. Yes. In this season. Yeah. I have forgotten all about the pool scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he says, you know, you can't kill somebody and just pretend you did nothing. I'm like, what? She's like such a good girl. <laughs> I feel I feel like that line has been prevalent every season. I feel like they've said that every season. Um, so where where can you find Stranger Things? So Netflix. No, not yep, it's on Netflix and chill. So if you haven't already, go on there, get season one, two, three, and watch season four. I mean, because you can't watch season four without knowing what happened previously, because there's so much to unravel here. And um, so what, Mercy, when did you watch season four? I just finished it yesterday. As a matter of fact, it took me forever. And I'm going to be really, really honest with you, Priya. Mm -hmm. I know you watched, like you were really good about this and you watched the whole thing. Let me start with saying I'm a total fan. I love love, 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 love this show. And I watched, I binge watched the first season with my girls. We did like a camp out kind of thing. And well, it was inside the house, but that's my kind of camping. <laughs> camping, <laughs> camping. <laughs> yeah. So I had just bought um, the cottage, which is a, a little house that we have in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which is mm-hmm. completely a tourist area. We have bought this house there were barely any furniture. Like it was just brand new. And I had all my girls and their friends come over. So there was maybe seven or eight of us, all girls. We bought some moonshine. We bought food and we were determined that we were just going to watch the show. It had just come out. It was Mm -hmm. like, everybody was talking about it. The show was 
going to be airing and it was going to be like, you know, the shit to watch. So we had to watch it. And so I had no clue what it was about. I just knew that all the girls wanted to watch it and that's what was going to be fun. And so I was in, I'm like, let's do it. Meanwhile, we get the food. Everybody's getting out of the car. We had like this big van. Everybody's getting out of the van. All these girls giggling. We're having a great time. And I see this huge shadow what? by the window, <gasps> like a huge black shadow, Priya. Like, really? What? No, like, you never told real. me this. What? Yes, yes. So I see the shadow. I freak out. I don't know that Stranger Things has anything to do with anything scary. I just know it's something the kids want to watch because yeah. it's coming out, I think, during Halloween or in October, mm-hmm. something like that. So I look. And I just stare and all the girls are giggling and talking and laughing and whatever. And I'm staring out the window and it rubs against the window. And I realize it's a big black bear. <gasps> yeah. So, <laughs> You've got a real life Demogorgon outside. <laughs> for real, it was huge. Damn it. <laughs> so if you're, uh, so you know what? I'm not even going to edit this out. You have a little puppy in your house while you're recording. Her name is Bentley and she just wants her mama 24 seven. I know. So we have to keep on pausing, but that's okay. That's okay. All right. Sorry guys. Miss Bentley is going crazy. So, (laughs) and if I let her in, it'll be worse because then she'll just want to bite the microphone and, and jump all over and whatever. So let's, let's ignore her. So I see this black, huge bear, like huge Priya rubbing against the window. And we're in the patio of this house, which is all glass enclosed, right? So Mm -hmm. it's just glass all the way around. All you see are mountains and our pool. And I look at the girls. The first one to pick up on my reaction was Sam. Sam looks at me. She goes, what is it? What's going on? I go, all right, don't panic. So the minute that I tell her, don't panic, everybody stops talking. And they're all staring at me. I go, every single one of you will very slowly, very quietly stand up, grab all your stuff, and you're going to walk into the house. Because again, we're like in the enclosed um patio area yeah I go there's a big black bear by the sliding glass door next to the pool and all you see in slow motion are all the girls like turning their head really slow staring you get the like WTF kind of expression from all of them (laughs) their mouths are like from their nose to their jaw what and they I turn off all the lights so now it's pitch black so the bear cannot see us because the bear was staring at us eating oh so we walk in, I let all the girls in first, and then I close the door. And when I close the door, now we're inside of the house and it's all concrete, right? So I turn yeah. on the lights so they can look out. Every single one of the girls, Priya, was on FaceTime with somebody. Every single one. I had my brother on FaceTime with my niece. I had Billy on FaceTime with one of the girls. Every single person that I could think of was there in that room at that moment. Like, oh my god oh my god oh my god there's a bear. <laughs> it's right here on the closet we don't know if it's gonna break in it it made our night so i know awesome. that must have been scary but it that's like so hilarious fun. that's it was hilarious. So fun. the minute the bear noticed everything it popped the blue the the ball that was in the pool uh-huh. and took off running so that's it everybody was just cracking up giggling scared it was awesome we threw a whole bunch of blankets on the floor and we all became one and just binge watch the show. We were up until the next morning. Oh, I love it. And I love so, it. Yeah. So this, I have fond memories of the show. Oh, so, so, so the first season came out. I just looked, it came out July 15th, the first yeah, episode. So, but then after that, they released it on Halloween. 
uh, for two seasons, I think they released it on Halloween. Oh, okay. So yeah. that, that's what it was. Yeah. So it was summer. It was summer. All the girls yeah. were there. It was really fun. And so going back to why I'm telling you the whole story is because I really loved the whole show and I watched season two and I watched season three, but when it came down to this season, I had a really hard time watching the Russia scene, anything to do with the scene that's happening in Russia. Yeah. I just didn't care for it. At first it was like, ugh, this is that because of what's going on with the the war? Not at all. Nothing to do with that. It was just, first of all, okay, so everybody knows it's a spoiler alert, right? Yes. So Hop is back. Yeah. We're super excited. That well, Hop, Hop is in the trailer, so everybody knows that Hop is back because of the trailer. So that's okay. not a, technically a spoiler. Well, I was under a rock because I had no clue. I was so excited when I saw him. I'm like, oh my God, what? what? <laughs> I was super, super excited. And then they're torturing him. I'm like, oh no, 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 I'm not watching this. No. So... <laughs> And then, I don't know, there was just something about it that I felt like, I'm not going to watch this. I just, I'll watch him when he gets back home. So mm-hmm. every single time there was a scene, I fast forwarded. Mm. Then when it came to the monsters, right? Mm-hmm. Or the goriness, I would fast forward it. So I could see it on the little clips, right? I could see what was happening. And then the minute that it was back to a normal scene, I would play it again. So with that being said, <laughs> you watch 100% of it. I must yes. have watched maybe 80% of the show. Oh man. So wait, so we got to, pre- you, so then you don't like horror movies. You don't like gore or horror movies. Absolutely not. Oh, wow. Zero. Yeah. No, I'm familiar with them, but I'll tell you one thing here. Talk about mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I watched Jaws when it came out. And I was a kid when Joss, the original movie came out, which yeah. is so stupid. And, and <laughs> I know looking back, you're whatever. like, oh, that's like a robot in the water. Right? <laughs> and I never went in the beach again. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's how, whatever, how it affected me that mm-hmm. I'm terrified of the ocean. Wow. And then, yeah. So whatever. So no, I don't like them. I don't handle them. Well, I have nightmares or whatever. And, yeah. But I'm familiar with them. So I am familiar with a lot of the things that I see kind of correlate being like Freddy Krueger and all these different things that I'm sure you're more familiar with. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you the spotlight on that (laughs) to talk about. Um, I don't know that anybody specifically recommended the show to us. I think it's kind of you had Netflix and it was in your face and everybody was talking about it. So what's it about? Yep. It captured me instantly because it's all 80s related. And yes, that was my time. Yes. And so if you look at the show now, um, I think it's Chrissy that has a necklace and it says 19. No, it says 86. So she was a class of 86. Wait, I thought it was 84. I thought the season was put, was an 80. Yeah. So it takes you back to 84. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. But okay. she's class of 86. So that's oh. her, her chain. Yeah. So I graduated in 84 and I got married in 85. Wow. So Yeah. So I, like I was, I was a senior uh-huh. that year. So I was really there present. Like the music is spot on the, what they're wearing, what they're doing, the props in the show, everything is like, you go back in time. It's like the real deal. So I just want to say, you know, to, to the younger ones that weren't there in the eighties, the show is spot on. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, so. definitely. And I really do feel like they're targeting all like most of the age groups there. So of course, with the 80s stuff it's targeting the Gen Xers, um, 
um, maybe some of the late uh, baby boomers, the Gen Xers, millennials that, well, millennials born 1990s. No, they probably, yeah, they probably didn't experience it, but the 1980s stuff was completely nostalgic oh, and beautiful. And that's how you got wrapped up into the series. Like when I first saw the first trailer from season one, I was like, oh my God, they got 80s stuff and the music yes. and the, yes. and what they were wearing and where they were at. Like everything was nostalgic. <laughs> and you want that because I feel like 1980s were like, you know, like a carefree era. It made you feel like carefree and everybody was having fun with their neon colors and their big hair and their hairspray <laughs> and all that stuff. Like it was just fun, you know, and carefree. Yeah, people really dressed and looked totally outside of the box. Exactly. And you weren't attached to technology 24 seven. So getting in touch yeah. with your friends was really hard. So Which of course, really good, actually, <laughs> you took off, you took off. <laughs> right. And like everything that happened was not recorded on social media. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. And let's talk about when, okay, so it wasn't Erica, there's a young girl who has a crush on Dustin, Dustin McMuffin, she calls him. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes, Dusty, Mc, Dusty McNuff, McMuffin, I think. Yes. But, yes. Susie. Susie, yes. yes. Yeah, so Susie, was she a badass or what? Was oh, I talking about all the computer shit and telling you what an IP is and and all this stuff. And yeah. then they ask her, well, can you print it? She's like, oh, no, I, I, I don't know that technology. And she just rolls her eyes and presses print. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? I, you know, I, I, you know, watching her, I, I kind of fell for her a little bit because her family was really religious. Her dad was really religious and she lived in a home. I couldn't figure out if that, that home was full of like adopted children. Yes. I didn't know what was going on in there because there were so many kids, kids I taking care of kids. And the dad was just like in his own world, like doing his own yeah. thing. But they were but really religious. Like the older sister was the one that took care of everybody. Yes. And Eddie was feeling her like, well, yeah, well, they end up in the van. <laughs> yes. Well, they were smoking in the van. I don't know if they were doing anything else, but they were know, smoking they in, the happy in the van. That was totally eighties too. Yeah, but Susie, yeah, I, I, Susie was into the technology. She was so smart, so quick, and um, I'm glad they found her. And what a great way to empower girls, right? Mm -hmm. To to have a female character play that part, like how yeah. perfect. I love that. Well, I think all the females in the in the. And the, and the entire series are very empowering. Right. But yeah. just when it comes to tech, right? And, mm -hmm. and at that time, you know, there were girls out there doing that shit, but they don't usually get credit for it. It's usually, you know, they think of just men or boys. Yeah. So I'm glad that the highlight to that specific part and the character was a female. I love horror. I love sci-fi. I love anything fantastical, but I cannot watch when there's too much gore. And there are some horror movies that I cannot look. I like have to put my eyes in front of my, <laughs> my hands in front of my eyes or look away. Like there are some horror movies like that. I really, really enjoyed season four because of all the 1980s horror film nostalgia. So it really goes into depth with honoring Friday the 13th and Freddy Cougar and the actor who played Freddy Cougar was in the movie and he plays um the father of number one and no kitty yeah he plays father of number one he's the one in the, in the jail cell that had his eyes crossed out did you look at that did you look at that scene 
Ugh, yes. <laughs> so wait a second. That was so, him. Yeah. So, okay. Wait, I'm going to find him. What was the dad's name? Victor. Victor Creel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Victor, who didn't have that, that was the original Freddy Krueger? Yes. <gasps> yes. Damn, and I, then, see, I see the resemblance too. I'm looking at him on my screen. Yeah. And you know, it had, it, <laughs> it was like setting, setting him up to appear on, 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 on screen because all like the nightmare stuff and being subdued when you were sleeping and even like being in a trance while you're walking around, that was all like Freddie. Freddie would do that stuff to you. And um, the nightmare world becoming real, like doing real things to your body and killing you. Mm-hmm. All Freddy. It was and they just, talk about him at at the table. Yes, they're at right, and there's a little girl, and they start talking. One of them is having a whole conversation. Yeah, and she looks at him like, um, "Hello, there's a little girl here." Yeah, Dustin. Dustin brings up uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and I kind of felt. It, I think it was the episode after they introduced Victor, the Victor character. All right, so okay. it was kind of him like making it like, okay, if you haven't figured it out already. It's like the Duffer brothers were saying, if you haven't figured it out already, here it is. We were, <laughs> we were talking about Friday the 13th the whole time. Like we were, you know, kind of like mimicking it or, you know, honoring it or whatever with our storyline. Um, and if you live under a rock, you still never got it. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> like if you didn't get it, don't feel bad. And if you did get it and you're thinking I'm an idiot, no judgment. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, so if you had to pick Priya, uh-huh. totally jumping up here. Yeah. If you had to pick one specific character that you absolutely, absolutely loved, who would it be? Wow. There are a couple. There are a couple characters. I mean, I could say I like okay, Billy. So let's, I, wait, I, let's make it easy. Okay. Let's take let's take away the main ones because we all damn dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay so somebody outside of the main cast right yeah outside of the main main ones right okay. so everybody loves obviously mike 11 will uh max like the main ones okay well even with the main ones there's some of them that are more annoying than others <laughs> who annoys you that's a great question yeah so finn which who plays mike wheeler finn wolfhard uh he plays mike he kind of, the character kind of annoys me in this season. He was very much quote unquote teenager. Like he was just obnoxious, you know? And the fact that he couldn't figure out that his friend Noah was struggling like the whole time made me feel like, is he oblivious? Did he not like see that his friend Noah missed him? You know, he was so focused on his girlfriend, Millie. And even though you guys didn't talk that much, you know, while you were apart, cause okay. So, oh, big, big plot twist here. Um, half the kids are in, in California, right? And the other half are in Hawkins, Indiana. So the kids move. So there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on on both sides uh, in those two states. And then finally, at not even no, not even not even that didn't even happen <laughs> at the end of end of part one of season four. We didn't see them come together yet, but there's still there's like two parts of the story happening simultaneously. Um, who stayed behind? Who's still in California that didn't come? Um, no, you mean Hawkins, Indiana? Aren't they all in Hawkins? No, Hawkins was uh, Dustin, Lucas, Max, um, Will, and 
Um, Steve. Who else? Nancy. Nancy was is Nancy is Finn's is Mike's big sister, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she was with him in California. So she wasn't there. And of course, Jonathan, which is uh, Noah's brother was with him. Yeah, they were split up the whole time, the whole story. Like, when are they going to be together? When are they going to find each other? When are they going to realize that they have to be together? I predict that they're going to meet up in the upside down, that the two groups are going to converge in the upside down. Um, because obviously, they're in two different states. And it'll be... Right. what? Right, right. Yeah. And so it is through the upside down that, which, by the way, how cool of an idea was that when Dustin put that, like that... Yes. Made out of clothing to bring them from the same house from 1983 to present time through that gap. Yeah. And that's exactly the part where we actually end up losing Nancy mm. in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. So she doesn't, she's not able to crawl up the rope. She falls back into the pool back where Barb was. And that's because she has unfinished business. So a lot of the people that, the villain is trying to uh, attack and absorb. Um, and this villain just happens to be number one. Um, and I'll make that as vague as possible. So we leave some kind of like mystery here. <laughs> yeah. So number one is back. Yeah. And kind of learn all of his history. Yeah. And yeah. the connection to all of season four. Yes. So far, which and, is huge. Yeah. And he goes after people that have a lot of unfinished business that are depressed, that are sad, the things that have happened to them, they, they really need to forgive themselves for, or forgive those people for, and Nancy can't forgive herself for what happened to Barb. So she falls into the pool and that's where you see Barb. Um, and the villain's name, by the way, is Vecna. So number one is Vecna. And yeah, there's that whole, that whole scenario unravels towards the end of part one. Okay. Okay. So I digress. I'm not going to say who Vecna is. I just said it. I just said it. Number one is Vecna, but I'm not going to say who the actual character is. Like, okay. That's yeah. That was, we find out who who is number one at the end of part one. Um, something to watch, something to watch. (laughs) Okay. So my favorite character that's not in the group is probably hop. Hop and Joyce are my two favorite characters. Oh, I yeah. love them. But damn, they're part of the main group. Yeah, well, yeah, I bet I get that. Yeah, out of I the kids, outside of the kids. And of course, Winona, because, you know, she is 1980s nostalgia. Yeah. She is that. And when the, when, this, when the credits open up for the intro of the show, her name is first because right. she's the biggest star there. And I just love her. She's been, she's been in so many great 1980s movies. Oh, yeah. And Hop, because, you know, he's just a great character. He's a very, he's very, everybody loves Hop. Yeah. He's a very grounding character. He's the father figure. He keeps everybody together. He's smart. He's strong. He's also the hero character. Yes. Yes. He's like the one that saves everybody and gives himself up for everybody. Yes. Um, Yes. I have to say, I'm in love, 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 love with the character of Erica. Hmm. She's just such a badass kid. Like yeah. she's on top of everything. Um, I love her. Love her character. Love the sassiness and the the how smart she is and how she just doesn't give a shit about anything. She's mm-hmm. just awesome. And then my second, second favorite newcomers, because Erica wasn't as big a character in previous episodes as she is in or in seasons, as she's in season four. Yeah. But my other one that I totally, totally love 
is Eddie. Mm, uh, of course. I, yeah. I'm <laughs> because I told you I graduated in 84 mm-hmm. and um, Van Halen, the band was the band. Like they were huge, at least in my world, <laughs> they were huge. I had their posters, David Lee Roth and Eddie Van Halen and his brother and, and everybody. And Eddie Van Halen was married for decades to Valerie Bertinelli. Mm, who was yes. really big back then. Also, she was in the show one day at a time, which later on they remade also on Netflix. Yeah. Um, but Eddie Van Halen spoke to his guitar. He was a guitarist. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know who Eddie Van Halen is, I would very strongly suggest if you love music and you like guitar, listen to some of the clips that Eddie played that nobody's ever played like him. He was like insanely gifted. And so he used to speak to the guitar. So when I saw the character Eddie instantly, instantly, I thought of Eddie Van Halen because there's a big resemblance. Like that could be his kid. There's a big resemblance and the hair and the way he spoke and and the way he acted. And I thought, damn, that looks like Eddie Van Halen. How funny. Uh And then he's in a band and he plays guitar and his band has formed like, okay, wait, there's a, there's a hair and the hair and the face hair, hands down. That was (laughs) the first thing. But then when he actually goes into the, into his house, into the trailer where everything happens afterward, and he's looking um, for whatever drugs he's going to sell, he's going to sell something to, who was he selling it to? Oh my gosh. To Chrissy, Mm. Chrissy, who's super stressed out because Chrissy's going through some shit herself with, with seeing things and having these like daytime nightmares, but she's like your perfect cheerleader that would never right Mm -hmm. be caught with somebody like Eddie, although they had a history. Anyhow, as time goes by, he goes to the room looking for whatever it is that he's going to sell her. And he looks at the guitar and he tells the guitar, hey, baby, how you doing? Didn't mean to ignore you today. <laughs> Something like that, right? And he kisses the guitar. Like he kisses his hand and taps the guitar. And I'm like, oh, my God, yes. Yes, because Eddie Van Halen was known for talking to his guitar. Like his guitar was his pet. So I'm like, oh, I knew it. I knew there was a connection. So that was my connection. Whereas your connection was knowing who Victor Creel was. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some like great stuff. And, and I'm sure... We're not even scratching the surface. There's got to be so many hidden things in there and connections that we haven't thought of. Um, but here, you know, our goal here is to tell you whether it's worth the binge or not. Exactly. Exactly. And how many martinis we give it, right? So <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before we even go to martinis, we didn't even on. talk, we didn't talk about Max at all. I kind of feel like she was at center stage the whole part one. Like it's a revolve. I mean, a lot of it was about 11. I think the season itself is revolving around her until it revolves around 11. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're, it's like the parallel story. So 11 is stuck with Papa trying to get her powers back. And, um, and she finally realizes it towards the end. She finally gets her powers back. But in the meantime, while that's happening, Max is going through this huge emotional struggle because of the death of her brother, Billy. And not coming to terms with it. That's why Vecna is going after her the whole season. And um, she, she like, she's been, she's, she's been through a lot of stuff. I mean, school is pain in the butt. Dealing with uh, her, seeing Lucas around and and not telling Lucas what's going on. 
and trying to get counseling from the counselor, but the counselor was kind of like, you know, she was kind of annoying. Like, tell me how you're feeling. I'm here for you. <laughs> like all, this, all the cliche shit, you know? Um, yeah, and you, you have a lot of things that are so, um, so what I'm looking for that are so relevant right now. Yes. Well, that always happen, but that are, you know, still relevant and important mm -hmm. to talk about. So she's going through a lot of mental health issues mm -hmm. um, while Lucas is actually trying to battle the, you know, do I stay with my friends and am I true to my friends or am I going to go into the cool world yeah. and be with the cool guys? So he joins a basketball team, you know, scores that, that winning shot. And they, yeah. And so now he's legit super cool right mm -hmm. but he realizes these cool guys are just cruel and mean and and idiots yep and so you know who's he going to be true to so there's just so many different things you have robin who's you know who loves girls mm -hmm. and, um and this is the 80s so it's not as free to talk about or as as accepting i know as it is i know i know yeah and, and then there's this like vagueness around uh will's character like this is ambiguity about his sexuality. Um, and by the way, happy pride month. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, but there's this ambiguity around his sexuality and you're not sure if he's having feelings for, for Mike, Finn Wolfhard, <clears throat> or if it's really best friend stuff that's happening. Cause it's just the way he's looking at and Mike the whole time. But I think they did that on purpose just to make it open, like letting the viewer decide for themselves what's going on there. Um, but they do talk about, you know, being in the closet, quote unquote, being and nowadays kids are like, what closet? <laughs> and they just they're who they're they are who they are and they're unapologetic about it. That's right. Whereas our generation was like, oh, we have we can't tell anybody. Like this is yeah. we're gonna get, be chastised for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah. even even the last season with Billy, Billy was very eccentric. Yes. Um, he was yeah. very fluid. He was very um he was very Harry Styles, very fluid. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a swag to him, no doubt. Mm, yes, yes. Um, and so, wait, before we even go again, I mm. have a question for you. Yeah. So, who do you think that Nancy would end up with? Or who do you think she makes a better partner to? Should she be with Jonathan? Or should she really be with Steve? First, first of all, Nancy's one of my least favorite characters really yeah really love Nancy. she's kind of annoying um i think she's kind of annoying but i think that steve only because i like steve more than jonathan um i think steve would be great for her because he's also like that hero character he's ready to like sacrifice himself and protect the group and he's very smart and um sharp and quick <clears throat> so i think he he's very much in line with her whereas jonathan is very he's also um wants to protect the group but he's very emotional well that sounds so wrong for me to say that but he's very um he's not as alpha as steve is i guess yeah that's what i'm looking and it for sure sounds like that's what she could use right now yes because that's who she is she's an alpha she needs an alpha she doesn't need a beta yeah so i feel yeah. steve is the alpha there and I wonder uh, who Robin will, if, if they're even going to go to the topic of who Robin will, you know, fall in love with or meet or find. She wasn't crushing on anybody. I mean, in the beginning of the story, she had um, somebody on her band that she was crushing on. And she was yes, trying to figure out what not to tell right. her. That's yeah. right. 
Yeah, yeah. but the whole story, the, the majority of the the part one of the season, um, it was all about her signaling signaling to Nancy, like, hey, Steve and you are like, there's something going on there. <laughs> you need yeah. to like explore that. Um, so she, it was totally not about her. It was about Steve and Nancy the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Absolutely. So we've we've like given you a ton of spoilers. Let's get to how many martinis we're serving here. So how many are you serving, Mercy? You know, I want to say that it's five. I want to give it five. But because of the Russia scenes and because of Vector's presence so often, I'm going to give it a four because I don't feel that those parts were necessary to get the plot across. Um, I think like a flash of Vector was more than enough. I mean, Vecna, Vecna. Vecna, I'm sorry, yeah. I take it back. But, yeah. Wow. yeah, Vecna. <laughs> um, so for that reason, I'm going to give it four. Okay. But I got to say it is most definitely worth watching. Yes, yes. How many do you give it? Um, I, so things didn't really pick up until episode four. So the first couple episodes is more like setting the stage, catching you up on what's going on, everybody's lives, and really like things start moving with the supernatural stuff. So episode four is when things really kick off with Max. And um, because of that, because it took a minute for it to pick up, I would give it a four just because of that. But everything else was freaking amazing. I love all the 80s nostalgia. I love all the horror movie references, the music, the clothes, um, the way the characters were interacting with each other. Um, and I like all the storylines. I'm excited to see how all the storylines converge in the last part, in part two. And by the way, part two comes out July 1st this year, 2022. Um, and it's only two episodes and one of the episodes is about two hours long. So they make really? it like movie length, <laughs> I guess, like to give you the right, the meat and potatoes. Uh, so I give it four martinis and okay. mercy, so you give it four, four, four martinis. Four. So yeah, that's, that's going to be it. Then it's going to yeah. be a four martini kind of movie. <laughs> so definitely worth watching guys. Definitely. Whether, you know, you agree or disagree with anything we've said, you would really enjoy it. Uh, you can't miss it because if you have Netflix and you open it, that's the first thing in your face. Yeah. Gotta say the soundtrack, five martinis from me. Yes. We're rating the soundtrack. Yes. It's on point. Yes. The soundtrack. And the most popular song right now is by Kate Bush, which is Running Up the Hill. So you have, yes. if you haven't already, go check out that song. It's beautiful. It's totally nostalgic and perfect yeah, for yeah. this season. Yeah. Um, so a Running Up the Hill by Kate Bush. Um, so thank you for listening. We're so excited to do this format and to bring you all these tasty, delicious martinis every episode. Yeah, <laughs> man, we're so, so excited about the fact that this is the, the road that we're taking now. This is what we both are passionate about. We love watching shows and talking about the shows and whether that was a flop, don't even watch it. Uh -huh. Or, oh my God, you got to watch this show or you have to see this actor and we find that we have so much fun doing this and that it's such a big uh, topic of conversation anytime that we're together or that we're socially out there that we decided, you know what, let's talk about it. We would love to hear, hey, was that show really worth it or was it not? Mm -hmm. And so that's where this whole concept came from. So 
we're watching it. We're, you know, we're sacrificing being the. It's a total sacrifice. So, right. <laughs> so we're going to sacrifice for you. And then we're going to tell you whether they're worth it or not. Um, the only thing that we can tell you is there will be times that you're going to hear, you know, spoilers. Uh-huh. So, well, every time we're going to have to spoilers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that part, you know. But if you, you know, if you're just wondering, you can hit us up. Just, you know, DM us or contact us on our uh, Insta page and just ask us, hey, how many martinis did you guys give that show? And then you can watch our podcast after you see the show if you don't want the spoilers. But meanwhile, we can tell you, hey, it's worth the watch or not. So that's what we're here to do, guys let you know what to watch exactly exactly so thank you so much for listening this is mercy and priya make sure you like share follow subscribe all that great stuff thank you for listening and see you in the next episode on the next show bye guys Bye. bye